I, I, I want to go through it, and I just want to give a hakdama before we start. But with with with, with the, I think that there's a there's an interesting lemon in the story. Um, um, so I was sitting in Tel Shiva summertime. I don't know how many years ago. Um, let's say early nine early nineties. Okay, and all of a sudden, we know just started. Okay, so. <laughs> right, so, so they have they have a camp there called Camp Kotara, and apparently it's it was during the um, color war time. So color war, there's two teams, and usually what they do is they take two like opposing type of thoughts, and they make that the names of the teams. So they're usually like some some Jewish type of a thing. Now most of the things are sports; it has nothing to do with the the the, the title. But they eventually they try to make banners and signs of things based on the title. So I'm sending my manager to mind my own business. All of a sudden, like three uh, 14, 15 year old boys come running in. They're looking for Rabbi Reingold. Who's Rabbi Reingold? So they point, somebody points out that's Rabbi Reingold. We were, they were sent by the captains of their, of their team to get some, you know, Memorial Chazal about X. Okay, whatever X, I don't know what X was. Okay, let's say, you know, let's say the two teams were Tina Sieber and Arnick Shabbos. Okay, right? So, you know, right? So, so, they needed three chazals about how important it is to have a new Shabbos. Okay, so I show, I show them three chazals or whatever, whatever they, whatever they wanted, three or four chazals about that. They write it down. They're very happy and they leave. Good. Half an hour later, th- three boys come running the base matters. Where's the Ryan Gold? Who's the Ryan Gold? It's from the other team. Right? And they need three chazals about you know why it's important to you know. So, they, so everybody walks away happy, and I'm sitting there like it's interesting. So it's two opposing meters, and I have three chazals about how important this is. Three chazals about how important this is. So make up your mind. Which one is important? <laughs> you know, and they're steer with each other. So um, you know, it was it was it hit me. The Chazal present many important ideas, and they present them very forcefully, and they're contradictory. So that means like this: if somebody tells you that he holds X is true, and he says, "And I have a Chazal to prove it," means nothing. That's what it means. Because <laughs> you can prove whatever, you can prove whatever you want from a Chazal, right? So, for example, the following story. Uh, Rebaran told me the following story. So there was a guy in, in the yeshiva in the mirror who, he, this fellow, his, his, his trademark was, like, deliberation. Like, you know, he deliberated and he deliberated and he deliberated and he thought about it and he considered it and he, you know, and he questioned and he deliberated, you know. Never makes a quick decision. So one day he goes, and every, like, you know, the guy needs to speed up a little bit, a little more seasons, you know. So one day he walks into Rukham Shalevitz's Zetzal's, you know, Shear, the Shmuz, and the Shmuz was on the topic of beating a Parshas Vayechi, of Reuben was Pachas Kamayim. And he went too quickly, so it's important to t- take your time and to deliberate and to think about it. And take <laughs> the guy comes back and says, you see, Rukham said, I'm right, you know, you got to deliberate, you know. So Rukham said, I'm right, so it's good, it's good. So what did he do? You know, he took his own meter the way he wants to be, and he found a chazal to blame it on. Like, you know, that, that's not called the Vodas Hashem. That's called blaming, blaming it on a chazal, right? So what's the kunz? The kunz is that you have to know, you have to understand that there are many chazals in many different directions. If you're, if, so what's the, what do you do? So um, there's a piece from a Dessler in Mitzvah the Ochelik Aleph, which interesting. I also found a letter from the, from Roshach. He says, if you're truly seeking out, if you're truly seeking out the Emes, the Baruch will give you siyat to find the Emes. If you take out your nagi and say, I want to serve you, I want to serve you properly. And give me the direction that I need. So when am I supposed to apply this? Am I supposed to apply that? Right? What shall they say over from... Um, 
one of the Gdele Hasidas, I'm not remembering which one right now. You know, a lot of times we're interchangeable anyway, the stories, but anyway, but um, um, that every person has to, have two, has to have two pieces of paper in his pockets. One piece of paper says on one side, it says, offer of Afer. What am I? I'm not nothing. One piece of paper says, be sure you never oil the whole world is created for me. He says, the challenge of life is to know which, to take, take out the right paper at the right time. All right? So I go over to the guy, I say, listen, you know, there's a project, a very important project in the community, you know, we need to get involved. Says, eh, who am I? I'm not here for me. He says, somebody steps in your toes and says, me? Be sure that I'm the most special guy in the world. I'm you, you take it, right? That's not the right way to do it. Right? It's, you know, there's a community event. So, you know, I'm not, you know, you know, I'm a cultural person. I have to get, I have to get, I have to get involved in help. Somebody says, my toes, who am I? I'm not thinking. You have to know how to take out the right paper at the right time. Okay. With that, Akdama, let's see what we're going to, let's see what, you know, well, let's see what we're going to learn over here. So, there's a beautiful piece of the, the Beda Bachai. So, I, the Beda Bachai, however you call it, whatever name you call it. Um, they're all, all, probably not, they're all wrong. Um, some people say you know whatever I don't care whatever whatever his name is. Okay, um, so it, it's he, he talks about the meter called the meter of histapkus, and I, and I want to present a few a few points about it. The first people who this piece will do after the Ben is a piece from, from the Alter Das and the Alter Tells Rav, and then we'll see some other things also. Okay, but also so Yaakovino Davin to Kadosh Baruch Hu, and he says if the Bereshim will take care of him. He says he would like um, bread to eat and a, and, a, and a garment to wear. This is what Tzadikim asks from Kaddish Baruch Well, usually our moisturers, they don't ask for any extras. Only what's totally necessary, and that's it. A person cannot live without it. Okay, that's only once. Now, a person who's seeking luxuries, anything beyond what's necessary, causes a tremendous amount of confusion and overwhelming in his life. If a person, a person is, uh, has your Shemayim, the real goal is be happy with a minimal amount and be happy with your lot. Do not desire anything beyond that. Instead, focus, enjoying, focusing on the Kaddish Baruch Hu. It says, having a little and it, focusing on Yer Hashem is much better than having a tremendous oitzer but mahuma with confusion. Okay? That's the, this is the Pasuk of Mishlech. The next passage of Mishlei says the following. I'll give you an example of it that, that we all understand. Okay. So you, we all agree having a meal, which all we have is some vegetables, but we love each other. We feel very happy that to be together. And there's, there's, it's a situation of, of love. We all appreciate that much more than having this fat and shore, but having with, with hatred there. Okay? People will enjoy having a little bit amongst people that they feel very pleasant with. Having a large amount and good delicacies amongst those who hate you. Okay? 
So that idea, we're going to take that and, and apply it backwards. And you know, having the marshal amidas he stopped us. So we see there are times that we much, we we do prefer having much less, right? <coughs> so zok tzomamelach v'menol yeshlum at kalvach hermer sheyeshlul adam hispayis listapik b'mat ba'avas Hashem yisbor chabiros so yersu b'tosefas amom and min against the bachamas. So um, it would be much better to focus on just having a minimal amount, being able to focus on your Avas Hashem and Yer Hashem, than focus on getting more, which ends up, you know, leading to improper actions, etc. It's sufficient, it's enough, I don't, I don't want more. So Shomamelech Dabin's in again in Mishlei, the Russian, please give me lesson of terror, but Parnosa, Lechem Chuki, the amount that I need, the bread that I need, the Chuk, the, the amount of bread that I need, beer. Now he's going to bring the whole Pasuk. It's interesting, he didn't bring the whole Pasuk to start with. He says like this the Pshad, in, in, in the, what's happening over this is it says, Rosh Ve'osher Al Titan Li, Hachivena Lechem Chuki. Kiharesh, Russian literally means poverty. Voisher means wealth. Minus, Magunas, Mavios, Eserlavro, Mitzvah, Both of them bring a person to not, to not act properly. Kimarosh, Yisarchodom, a person is, Haresh, a person who's impoverished. Yisarchodom, I have to, uh, I have to flatter people. Kim Shanemar, Tachnonim Yadabarosh. The Rosh comes and he speaks, uh, you know, uh, with language. Of uh, he lowers himself and he requests, and he, so he, he, you know, this person he, he's he's not as great as you, but you know what, money you need, so you, you do we got to do right? But that's not good. It's not healthy because he's not recognizing the the of who he is, and he's flattering people which he shouldn't be flattering. The guy thinks. Uh, one of my nieces one time told me a fascinating thing. He says, you know. I've never had the experience. I can't tell you what it's like, but she was once bumped up to, to first class. You know, now you, you know to get to first class, you have to. Everybody has to walk through first to to, to get a comic class. You have to walk through first class. So part of the not first class is to sit, be able to sit there and look down at everybody else as they walk through. Now she didn't pay for the seat. She says, and she was looking down at people like, you know, right? So Calvin you paid for the seats, you know. <laughs> a person has Balgaiv is considered a Toei, he's considered an abomination. So, but there's Omar, Reish, Vosher, Al Titanim. Shalom El says, Don't give me wealth, don't give me poverty. Just give me enough. With that, we're not for the fact that we have a Zayt Sahara, which is generating and pushing us. Which is constantly, constantly desiring and, and uh, focusing on the, the idea of wealth, covered, etc. Nobody would feel bad; they don't have any luxuries, right? We put the whole uh, multi-billion-dollar, multi-trillion-dollar business. Uh, right. Somebody told me a fascinating thing. Uh, there's an article, H.com article from Rabbi Benjamin Blach. So he points out, it says, the purpose of advertising is to make you hungry. All advertising is to make you not happy with what you have. Mm-hmm. To be happy with what you have, you wouldn't buy more. Right? So the purpose of all advertising is to make you not happy. So why would we want to look at things that make you not happy? 
but that that but that's the that's the Yitzhahara, right? The Yitzhahara comes along and sells you, so you're not happy when you have you know the last year's item, right? A person born not for that Yitzhahara, we can we can be pretty confident the person will give us my my basic needs, so I wouldn't have any problems. Pasha will live a very life, easy life. <coughs> he brings the Pasha by Pasha Zamon, etc. Then he continues, the piece continues, it says, we can be confident Pasha will take our needs. So look at that. Skip down the. The Quran and Royal, look at the world, how, look how smart it is. The makes available that which is necessary. Whatever is more necessary is more available. Air is more available than water. Water is more available than food. Food is more available than than uh, than gold. You know. Right? So the Russian said that the world. He's clearly saying, "I'm ready. I'm, I'm here to make make sure you have what you need." That's that's where basically he ends off the idea. Um, um, Going through these different levels of what's necessary, what's not necessary. So, therefore, on the next page, all the way towards the end, the volcano, about eight lines down. Yish Shal Yaakov Tzadik. So Yaakov Avinu says, "Lechem lechol begel lulbush shuadavre mukho." I need minimum. I need. I need. I need. I have to clothing. I can't walk around without clothing. I need bread. I need basics. Shal midas he stopped because she shelas and zidikim below shalom. He says, "I don't want. I don't want any more than that." Ketara moeses behen. We find the Torah says even my Melech he shouldn't he has he has put limits on himself. Also says this idea that Yaakovinu's Bakasha was connected to the idea of Midas Ayistapkus. The Midas of it, recognizing they have it. Okay, so that's so the Benner the Benabachia is coming out very strong. That the, he's, you know, strong was over here. That we need to really limit ourselves in a very significant way. Okay. So before I proceed, I want to invite you to see some other places to talk about it. There's a Shir Das over here from Yosele Bloch, which, which is one of the the, the uh, Rabbi Anderson Zetzal actually spoke about this Shir Das by Shabbat Shuvah Joshua. I think I was counting one time, I think it was like four or five years in a row. Okay, so you might remember some of it, if you remember the, the old, the old uh, Shabbos, uh, Shabbos Shubh Roshas. So the name of the Shubh is Palais Magalwa So The word Palais means to measure, to weigh, and, to weigh. You know, the, the, the name of a, of a scale, one of the types of scales which they used was called a palace. So Palais means to measure. Raglechas, uh, where, where you're walking, your feet, Magal is a circle. So you have to measure the circle of your feet. That's a, it's a posik, it's a posik in, 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 in Mishle, right? So what is this measuring that we're doing? What exactly are we doing? So Rabbi Yisraelim is coming to address a chazal that called the person who raised him a person who is which is not necessary. He says, that's pretty heavy, Right? And so he goes through the first part of the shmuz. This is, is he goes through the, the importance of the, how how significant bittul Torah is, and how the whole world is based on the Torah etc. We understand, says, but you know, but basically we're we're all cooked, right? So he says, but let's get those words. Shalom tzarech. What's called the tzarech? How do you define tzarech? So that's where that's we're skipping. We're coming into the shmuz at this point. 
truth is, Matzarich is not is not a defined clearly defined. There's different levels. It doesn't mean you just have to eat the bare minimum and take from the world just the bare minimum. Everything else is called Shalad Tzarek. If, if I theoretically could live on, right, if, if I only ate bread and water, right, and, and, and I lived in a, in, in, a, in a hut, right, so I could I could work a lot less. You know, for that, I don't have to work so much. You know, so I could learn a lot more. So that's Shalad Tzarek, right? That, that's not true. You don't need the definition of Each person, according to where he's holding in his, in his stature, in his, his spiritual stature, and his nature, that's what's called Tzarek. Whatever I need to be able to function well. And bring out my personality and function with my, what, what, what my what the abilities and the nature and the talents of Hashem gave me. That's called tzorch. Keshiva matzav shalrotz and v'simcha. I have to be able to be happy. Shirak oz orim kishras and v'sab. When a person is in a state of feeling content, right? Simcha means content. It doesn't mean like you know I'm jumping out of my skin. It means that mm-hmm. I, you know, that, right? Elsie the cow. She's content, right? That's simcha, right? Then all of my abilities are are, 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 are are able to come to the fore. So whatever I need to shine as the person that I am, that's called my tzaruch. So one person needs if if he doesn't have downtime every day where he can relax, he can't. He's not going to be able to really be, be functioning at full at full. And a person needs it. This person, if he doesn't have some food that he, that he finds tasty, he's, you, you, you do it one day, you know, fine. You do it two days, okay. You do it week after week, the punch of the guy is going to start feeling depressed. Mm-hmm. So he's depressed. He, he's not, not the person he's supposed to be. Right? But for most people, that means you're going to have to think more than the bare minimum. They need to have Things which are pleasurable, the tiyul to go for walks, the chavis b'riyadim, spending time with people, lisanim in the matavah, enjoy the enjoy the nature, v'kadoyim. V'achrei shenochas lekolze. If then once it's necessary, imibur menafshal the lifresh mehanol say, let me decide. You know what? I'm going to stop doing these things. Harezek b'chalatit tzadik harbe lomati shemeim. Don't be such a big tzadik. You can end up becoming desolate. Desolate. You can't jump in one, one shot. Far from where you are. It won't work. Fine. There were individuals, unique individuals. They were able to feel the pleasure of Torah to such an extent. Um, they were able to get to the point that they had such oinig from learning Torah that they didn't need anything else. That, that was their oinig. The, the doctor said about Rukiveger that he, he, was, he was a treifa and there's no way he should be able to live. How did he live? So they said, He had such a gishmak and learning and Pasha kept him alive. 
So Rekiveger didn't need, you know, you put in front of Rekiveger a steak, he ate a steak. You put it in front of bread, he ate bread. You put it in front of a carpet, he ate carpet. I mean, like, you know, like, he wasn't issued by him, you know. That's what gave them the sipuk on nefesh, that they felt happy, and they felt functional. And they ate very minimally. The Vilna Goyen ate, he ate black bread and tea. And that was all the only thing that he ate. That was his meal every day. He had a measured out amount of tea, and he had a piece of black bread. Okay, there's a story with the Vilna Goyen. That he, at one point in his life, the, the Vilna Goyen, the, the, the children of the Vilna Goyen, when they published the, the Goyen's beer on Shukhanarat, in Shachanar Archaim, they put an introduction. They say the following story. If, picture who the Vilna Goyen was. The Vilna Goyen says, whatever Chazal said, it's a chiv. It's a chiv to the point of, to the point it's pushing danger in your life. So Chazal said, Chazal said, Chazal said, the Balabai tells you to do something. You have to do, you have to listen to him. You can't say no. Unless he tells you to leave. That's a good more. That means that's what you have to do. So they brought the following story. The Vilna Goyen, at one point in his life, it happened actually, I think, twice. He went to what's called Golis. The people, for purpose of Kapora, or for, they felt it would remove their meters, rows, etc., they, they would travel incognito around the countryside to city to city. And they came and they looked like these tramps, the impoverished people, and they were treated like dirt. And there was a, they did that as a way to maintain their sanity that I'm not such a Hashem person. So Vilna Goyen comes to this house, and somebody invites him into. And puts out a meal in front of him. And he puts on like normal food. His stomach couldn't handle normal food. So the story, they bring the story, this is the story that happened, that he ate, the person put the food in and stepped out of the room. He ate, as soon as it went into the stomach, came out again, it didn't look like it was eaten. He hadn't chewed it, because I don't think he didn't tell me to chew. So he didn't want to get off. So the food went in, it came out looking exactly like he hadn't eaten. So Balabais comes back in. You have to eat something. He said, eat. Because I'll say, Balabais says, you eat, you got to eat. So he ate it again. And he kept getting sicker and sicker. Each time his body did that, he got sicker and sicker. And he kept doing it. And that was, they bring, the Vulcan couldn't eat food. He ate every single day, you know, for, I don't know from what age, he ate a piece of bread because, uh, and, 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 and a cup of tea. All right, good. Was he unhappy? No, he was the happiest person in the world. All right, so for him, that was fine. But for all of us plebeians, right? We ain't there. I need to have pleasurable things. Which that allows me to feel happy and allows me to expand, feel expansive and accomplishing and go use my abilities and my talents. As I'll say, now, because I'll say that there's three things which are mark of that. They push and expand you. Isha, no, a person has a, has a, has a nice wife. Uh, bias, no. Chazal said that these things help you feel expansive and, 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 and accomplish. When it's being they can make you happy. If he refuses himself from them, he's lacking in his life. He's not a full person. So it comes out, you refraining, you're taking away from your Hodas Hashem. Who was the third? You gave two. I don't remember the third. Ah. Okay. Um, um, so therefore, a person who, the person wants you that the person wants the, the, the person the servant to be an Adam a, a full person with all of his kachas available. 
Therefore, Chazal said, for example, the Chenim in Sam come out so the Kach is a rock named Yosef Chote on Nefesh Yikare. That's why Nosher is called a Chote because he's limiting what he's taking in. Kolshu over Gideon the Sarech Rabim Heim Umishtanim. They change each person's the Sarech is different. Behatam the Cholechad the Fiyam Adrigosu Hanoshim Oim the Malal Yonah Adrigoshlemus Sarech Shalhem is Makav Chug Tzarim Yonah Yolamazet. So he says, okay. So if I would want to picture it, I would picture it. Them, the, the area which they need, what, what, the circle that they need to live in is a very small circle. They have very minimal needs. Somebody else has a larger circle. Somebody else has a larger circle. So now we understand the magal they're referring to. The circle referring to the circle of the tzarech, a person's needs to be able to function and be the person that he's supposed to be. He says to you, okay, Avil, next paragraph, you can't take more than you need. If I need every day, let's say his example of, I need to take a walk for half an hour to push the air out, enjoy the, the nature, and I, I'm energized that I can come back and accomplish more. So I can't take two-hour walks. I don't need two-hour walks. Right? I need an hour. I need a, I need a half an hour walk. That's, that's called Shalom Tzarech. The more said that's called. That means you don't, you're, what you're really saying is you don't understand the value of Torah. That's Kfira. What you're doing is saying, you know what? I know. Yeah, I, I don't really need to do this, but I'm doing it anyway instead of doing what, why the Russian put me in this world. So, so be a you're, you're not recognizing the whole purpose of the whole world. That's a problem. I have a right to have my own needs to do whatever I want. That's why he's chayv misa. So, yeah, I'm being very nice to you, and I'm giving you a lot of leeway. But the other side, I'm telling you that Chepernish, you know, that we're dealing with something very common. Now, next page. Um, no. Now, so that sounds great. Now we we still have we're not any smarter than we were before. How do we know exactly how much I need? Okay, I'm going to figure out. I need, I need 32 minutes and 27 seconds. I mean, how? How are you supposed to figure that out? How, much, how do you measure your, your circle? I mean, measure everything I do. I need, you know, it's important for me to have interaction with people and have conversations and just to, to schmooze. I need that. Otherwise, I'm not going to be, I, I become depressed. How much conversation do I need per day? How do you figure that out? How do I know? So maybe what's pushing me to say, I need an hour and a half a day of conversation. Maybe you really don't need an hour, but the, the answer wants you to have an hour and a half. I don't know. I need that second piece of cake. Without a push, I'm not happy. Maybe, yeah, maybe no. Okay. The next paragraph. The truth is, what I, what I, I not only have made it, have made it better, I made it worse. You know, it's very easy. Eat bread and drink tea. So I know what to do, right? You know, that you can do. You know, you're going to eat. And you're going to have a nice food, but not too much. That's much harder. It's much easier to fast than it is to control how much you eat. 
he's always going to measure. The fellas is called myself. So lots of behemia magola lalachol uponim yesim kavia sarich haloyzem machbed oydoyser es darkeno b'chaim. Come on, in though it's almost impossible. So every time you make any decision, oh, do I need the shmuzu you right now? Do I do I do I need to take an extra bite? Do I? Uh, you're not going to be able to function. Most of us. <laughs> Therefore, he says. So he says the answer is like this. That's also called sir. You also have to be able to function, not have this tremendous burden of always thinking of <laughs> so now we... how much you need. So it's not also part of the sir. I need, I need leeway. But, there's a, but needing leeway also means sir not is obvious. I mean, I know I do not need the shuas three hours a day to be a happy person. That's the it's a hard. I know that if I don't, if I spend the whole day not talking to anybody else, the time is deeper. After a few days, I'm going to be a depressed person. Right? <laughs> Right? I don't. How much is that in the middle? I don't know. Okay, so fine. So you do what you, what you feel, and, and that's part of your leeway. But there's a certain point where you know, seventeen hours a day, shmuzing is not necessary. Right? There's a point where it's obvious to you already. I don't need that much food. I don't need that much vacation. I don't, don't need that much. But I do need. So he's he's an advocate of recognizing that there are, are there are true needs that we have for something beyond the minimum. And that's and we have to recognize that. So we have the the Benam Benam is saying that just the minimum. That's really the goal because everything else like that is it's quite dangerous. It slaps you into the, into the whole other world, etc. And he's saying that not only is that that not necessary, it's not a good idea because the final result will be a negative result. Okay. That being said. <clears throat> Um, so let's we, 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 we at least see a few things over here. I try to stick basically with the Rishonim, and then there's a piece from the some anything from the Gra. The piece that we just read when was that? That's a Rishon. No, that's that that's a, that's that's a Rishon. I was gonna say that was most yeah. Yeah, that was just like that's a, I, I'm looking at him almost more like an introduction to the Sugi. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, right. Rishon was Nifter in 1930. Ah, right. I have enough to support whatever I need. Vespasi will ask for terror. Mildly the moment after, what do I need more money? Ach, leosli kadei tsarchi ulahakim is dvar Hashem. I just need enough to be able to take care of my needs and do what mitzvah that I have to do, and I'm happy. Kimishen asamei pechalka venus savab emasha nosan leHashem is baruch onihu. If an usher is Sameh Pechalka, it means a person not Sameh Pechalka, it's an Oni. Kibashim HaFosh HaPasuk, Koyim HaOni Royim, V'toyev Leiv Mishnah Tomit, Pasuk HaMishleim. So, an Oni, his whole life is, 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 is always bad. And a Toyev Leiv is Mishnah Tomit. Now, what, what would you, if the first half of the Pasuk is an Oni, so the second half of the Pasuk should be an usher. Right? The contrast, it says, the contrast is an Oni versus a Toyev Leiv. A person who has a good heart. Like what's the Ratzalimer? Koyeme oni hamisav lemomen. Person who always wants money is royim. Why kioyev kesel lispa kesel? The pasuk says, the more you want money, the more you're not going to be happy with it. Right? One of the other one time said it says, you know, chazal say mishiyesh lemono yeretzamasayim. If you have one hundred, you want two hundred. You have two hundred, you want four hundred. So it says, I'm much richer than the biggest gavir. Because I only have 100, so I want 200. That poor guy, he has a billion, and he wants 2 billion. Right? So he has a lot less than me. Right? The person always wants more. 
the more you get, the more you want. Um, uh, Blech in that article about the, the, the advertising, he quotes something. I, I, I don't remember the name of the thing even. Apparently there was like some type of a show where there was this like happy worker, underling, who was like very happy with his life and he wasn't very rich, etc. And there was the boss who was like crazy, crazy rich, etc. And one day they're having a conversation and the the worker says to the boss, I have something you don't have. He says, what? He says, I have enough. <laughs> I'm happy with what I have. You never have enough. A person who's a happy person, he's enjoying what he has. He's always happy, just like a person who's having a party. That's doesn't mean he's financially impoverished. He means his desire makes him an oni. But the person who's a tarv lev, who he feels good about with this situation, he's always happy. Uh, he might be in much less money, but he's a much happier person. Okay, so um, that's the point that Radio says. So the the the, the kuda of developing a, a, a non goal of having greater, more, more, more. That's a very significant point because the result is it, you're much happier. Um, yeah. Okay. So with, uh, I guess now the vital of so he says, if you look at the rest of the piece, he says, the person who just, uh, so he says, where are you proving that he I can't prove that from the Pasuk. What I can prove is like this. I don't want to get, don't give me any presents. I'm very happy to work. Whatever I get, that's it. That means I'm not seeking out more than I have. That person, so that person is right? So you see that that's that's defined. He's a, um, I just want. I'm a worker. I'm not this major businessman. I don't major accomplishments. That you, you want, I don't want any. I'll means the person doesn't want matanas. Don't me any favors. I'm happy to work, produce what I have, and that's it. So that's the reading from the pasuk, and that person is. Okay. Um, then the next piece is a Chavos Lavavos. Chavos Lavavos just pointing out his name was also Rabbeinu Bachai, Bachai Ibn Bakuda. Um, he lived about two hundred and fifty years before the other the brother Rabbeinu Bachai we spoke. He actually lived before Rashi. Rabbeinu Bachai Chavos Lavavos is before Rashi. Um, it's the first Moses ever that we have. Besides Nevi'im and Chazal, the first sefer written for the purpose of Chavos Lavavos is Chavos Lavavos. Okay, so um, we're coming in the middle of a piece over here. The, the point he says that there are different actions a person does in this world. Some actions which are clearly defined as mitzvahs. Some actions are clearly defined as averus. And there's actions which are mutter. They're not a mitzvah. They're not an averus. A pula shemutal adam lasosin. So I can take these actions which are not mitzvah, they're not aveira, they're rishos, and divide them into three, three sections. Hachiyuni, 
what's necessary to live. Hamiyuta, which is luxuries, what's, what's beyond, what's not necessary to live. Hapachas mechiyun, a person doing actions where he's living under his, under his needs. Okay? Everything he does takes out of them the proper amount that he needs, which allow him to maintain himself. He calculates what what he what he's doing. He does it in an intelligent way. Okay, that's called chiyuni. They're beyond the necessary. They're beyond your basic needs. you know, I have, I have one kid and uh, one and a half kids, one point three kids. So why do I why need such a big house? But I really worry. I talk too much. Shana Bate actually, initially, I'm going to talk too much. She's always going to say something wrong. She says, "Brave Dorm, you have to pass. If you talk too much, there's no way you're not going to say something wrong." Um, <coughs> in regards to interacting with women, you know, etc., type of things. So those, all those things, a person does that too much. The term, the melech, the limit, etc. That that's called mutaris. Next paragraph. A person's living under his needs. He's not giving his, himself his basic needs. Okay, we stop because you say Rizu. This that he's he's living with a, in a minimal way beyond what's necessary. There's two reasons why that might happen. Now, um, I'm willing to starve myself, etc. Because I, we need to focus on building my business to become really rich. So I'm not giving myself my 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 my, my needs, the time that I need to, the time I need to sleep, the time I need to eat, the time I need to whatever. Because I'm busy creating this chaloim for myself, this dream for myself. So he says like this: I feel I feel that I, I I'm too I have too much taiva, so I want to go to like Ramos says the other extreme, to sort of break that focus on Allah Mazab by limiting my intake. That's a good idea. That's that's considered a pra- that's praiseworthy. I'm stingy. I want more money. 
I'm a Dharma Dharma. Not only that, you know, I want COVID. I'm such a tzaddik. Look at that. I, you know, I, I, you know. So that's my goal. So that's, that, he said, that's Maguna. He's, he's, pushing, he's, he's stealing from his body the body's needs. Okay. Um, the person is personal because he loves this world. It's basically trying to put a fire with, with straw. doesn't work. Okay. So, um, so, let's go to the next paragraph. Next So now, even the things which are quote unquote mutter, the truth is, either they're proper, they're improper, or they're necessary. Anything which above and beyond what is necessary. Whether I'm going too much to uh, to get luxuries or I'm limiting too much what I'm getting. It's either going to be something which is a mitzvah to do or a veira to do. So his final goal is, and that's my chiyuv to carry my body. So all there are some mitzvahs and veiras. That's what he wants to accomplish. There's no action when the world which is a rishos. Either you're doing something positive to your action, or you're doing something negative to your action. That's the final result of this conversation. Uh, which is like, wow, okay. Um, um, just look, see that, that's, just see that line on the next, pa- next page. Everything, no exceptions. Okay? Because I'm taking care of my body, that's a mitzvah. I'm taking care of my needs. That's a mitzvah. I'm going beyond my needs. It's not a mitzvah. It's, 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 it's wrong. So there's no, there's no, there's no real shus in this world. That's the Rebbeinu on his side. That's a little bit heavy. Okay? Now that you're ready for that, let's see some, some things on the gra. The gra is... Um, some of it's, 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 you know, it's, 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 see his look. Now, this saver is Evan Shleim. Evan Shleim was not written by the gra. Evan Shleim was written by a, um, um, a town of the gra. And he took pieces, he collated pieces and ideas from the Groh and everything that he wrote and put it together in, in, in this form of, like, there was ideas which he spoke of in multiple places and he put it together and made a, a coherent presentation of different ideas. So you notice in each, each piece that he writes, he has, he has the sources for it where the Groh speaks about it. So just give an example, you look at the first page, it says that this paragraph is based on what the Groh wrote in Mishlei Paraches Yudgimel, Parak Aleph Pasuk Yudal, Parak Beis Pasuk Yudbeis, Parak Dalchov. It gives you a list of all the places where he spoke about that. I didn't put it in the next page because there's two more pages, etc. So of uh, so he's not writing on his own. And you go back to the sources; it's very he was very true to the sources, the actual quotes from the Groh. But the language itself is many times is, is his own presentation. Now he was a Talmud of the Groh, he wasn't a pushover. Like, you know, you didn't join the, the go to the Groh Shear if you were like learning just on Alabase. You know. Okay. Kalaminus arose him kas type of a gaiva. Shame kino type of a covet. The mission refers to kino type of a covet that we find other places refer to as kas, taiva, and gaiva. 
So Taiva is pretty clear, Taiva and Taiva. Um, we understand Gaiva and Kovid. And Kina, he's tying into the word Kas. Okay, we're not going to focus too much on that. Um, each one of these three things, Kas, Taiva, and Gaiva, has two expressions of it. Haino Bakas, there's Ra and Mirma. What is Ra and Mirma? Ra who is the person who expresses his anger. Mirma who Inside, I, 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 I dislike you, I hate you, but I present myself nicely to you. But Taiva, there's two things, Taiva and Chemda. There's, there's something called Taiva and something called Chemda. So what's the difference between Taiva and Chemda? They're both translated as desires. Taiva who hanos guf mamish. Those are direct physical pleasures. That's not directly on the body. I, 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 etc. I, I desire something beyond myself. Okay. Then he goes to discuss. He says, we, we, the paragraph of the kind of sore, the sore of Shemir Rosh, that's Ran Mirma. He undermines even his good meters, which he his natural good meters. Chemda undermines the meters which you acquired in your lifetime. So why is that? These, these things make the person so busy trying to get fulfill his desires, he has no time to maintain his process of being aware of what he's doing. And eventually you're going to end up doing things wrong once, twice, again and again and again. And it starts becoming your nature. Obviously he's not going to work on new issues which he needs to address. You know what? I'll indulge myself a little bit. And then I'll stop. Once you start, you get stuck in it. It's very difficult to, to disengage once you've connected. It's possible to lose everything you've accomplished in your year of Torah Mitzvahs by allowing yourself to become drawn into the world of Taiva. Okay. Um, skip down to your Aleph. So first he says, listen, I, don't, I should keep you from learning. Of course you should learn. But you know, you also want to you know, make, a, make a position for yourself in this world. You know, like, you know, what, what do you think? I'm a person that doesn't learn? Of course I learn. You know, but once you get involved in enjoying yourself, you're not going to learn. That eventually pulls you away from your learning. It's an you know, you have no choice. You're used to this already. You can't live. You can't live without this. Um, then he just stops. Thinking, you know, gets used to not going. You know, there's nothing. Right, the person who is allowed to. I enjoy relaxing. I need to relax. Why I need to relax? How do I relax? I watch. I, I watch something on the TV. Even there's no show on tonight, I still, I still don't go to learn. Because right? I get used to that. I don't, I, I'm not interested in the whole thing. The whole thing falls apart by me. 
even if I can, I can do it easily without any problems, no, not interested. Okay, now you see, look, it's a tie by a royal leather cloud. I will have this a pronounce of a moment, and also the gamry. Wanting to support yourself is a good thing. You have to work. Rashi Ben has to be honest. Don't touch anything else. Now, the problem, like, 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 like the Telzerov said, in, engaging and limiting is much harder than not engaging at all. Right? So that's the challenge. So this is the Peric base. Comes the guy in the Peric base. and takes it to the next level. Okay. So we spoke about. He says, "Be talking about histapkus. Hey, maklolam mechol midas tayvus." He sees that the histapkus, v'hemeber katayvus v'chemda. That that histapkus is basically a partner with bitochen. So we spoke about this. We saw this growth about the bitochen element in the in the sukkah by by Jod in the sukkah. He talks about the kik ikerkolo bitochen and misham chosu bitochen and tzurasim is coming together. So bitochen is, but the way I explain bitochen then, right? Bitochen doesn't mean you know it'll work out good. Bitochen means feeling secure, feeling feeling safe. Which means that if I know that the Kodesh Baruch was there, and I, I feel his presence, and I'm aware of his presence, and I live with that, it's a reality to me. So then, I'm a word. Bitochen is real. So there's nothing in this world which really can do anything to me which is not good for me. Because Bitochen only, only wants what's good for me. So I'm in the state of Menuchas and Afish. The Chavaz of Ovis in Shara Bitochen Starts off with let's define let's define terms. Bitochen means minuchos and nefesh. I'm totally relaxed. Whatever works out. I must say whatever works out because Baruch is, I'm in I'm in good hands with the Kodesh Baruch right? You know, uh, state firm. All state. All state. Right. 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 I'm in good hands with the Kodesh Baruch. I'm in Baruch hands. Like what's the problem? Right. Okay. Now, kolaveris hachatoyim boy michemda. All of the various in the Torah, all they're rooted in chemda. Means the idea of not focusing on desire and just feeling you have enough and living with that is the is the foundation of the whole Torah. Okay. Then he goes the, the next piece. I didn't put the next two pages in. Um, no, I even though he does many mitzvahs and Torah, etc. So that's why Bias Rishon he says they they had bitochen on Kodesh Baruch Hu. did not have bitochen. So Bias Rishon the more says they they had they had Zorah get Rashi because Damim, and they got to be basically they got to, they were only gold seventy years. And they got to be smithish back. Bias Shani they had Kina and Sina those type of things. We're still waiting, but the more said so they had turned given us the they mamish did mitzvahs. By recently they did all these averes and they got the mitzvahs back. By shen they they seemed to be big tzaddikim, and we're waiting because the the inside wasn't healthy. Okay, so that that deserves a much longer conversation. But I'm not going to do it. some at some point in time. It's worthwhile to do that piece, but um, uh, you know I'm not going to do this next page. The next piece is a fascinating thing. Page Mem Zion. So, the Goyen talks about this concept of Gilgal. 
person was a Russia in a previous existence. Marina hasn't born. There's mazel affects the person, but why were you born in that mazel? There's a reason why you're born in that mazel. But also this person will never be able to be successful in making money. He'll always be lacking. Even though he's mamash at Sadiqama right now. But he's he's expiating his sins from a previous existence. That's why you have a Sadiq that's a it's not fair. It's very fair. Right? I, I, the man's such a big tzaddik. Why does he deserve this? Because he's, he's addressing a previous issue. Now, so this poor fellow, he tries this business and it fails. And that thing, it fails. And he tries this job and he does that. And he's never, he's never successful. And the guy next to him has golden hands, you know, Buys one house. Next thing you know, he has fifteen houses. He's flipping, he's, he has a million houses. The guy's flipping it. The guy's a multi-billionaire, and I'm just as smart as him, just as nice as him, everything. Like that. And by me, I bought the wrong house, and it's sitting there, and I lost all my money. I went bankrupt, right? Budget, right? So the, the, that guy thinks he's better than me. He's not better than me, but I, you know, I'm a jealous. So he says, "What's the answer?" Try harder. Do more. Get involved and do. No, like, listen. I tried many times. It didn't work. I might as well sit and learn already. You know. Um, yeah, and because I'll say, one moment of Elam Haba is much greater than all the all Chaylam Azeh. You got to work. See, keeps trying. So what happens? Because that's his mazel, it's never going to change. So what happened? Learning how he doesn't have. Money he doesn't have. Great. So the Yetzirah is laughing all the way to the, to, to the, not to the bank, right? <laughs> right. So that's a fascinating concept. You know, the, the, you see certain people, you know, so we, our nature is to think, you know, they're low youths, low, low, low and I'm better than them. Not, I'm not better than them. It's good to live, and, you know, connect yourself with the people who live with low lifestyle, with, 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 with lower lifestyles. You learn to be to appreciate what you have and be happy and not want more. You, you live with Ashirim and you spend time with Ashirim. You're never going to be happy. You're never going to make it to the end. Okay? So training yourself to be happy with what you have and living I, I you know uh, I, I, I know somebody he's he and a group of his friends started out neighbor at X and, you know a neighbor at X is, uh, was very you know it was a good start, starter neighborhood and a lot of his friends did very well and eventually moved out to more expensive neighborhoods and fancy houses etc and he said you know I'm happy here like what was there what's what, what, what's why didn't large? Didn't see any need for it. You know, he made his house look a little bit nicer. You know, it's, you know, uh, etc. But like, he still lives in the old neighborhood. And, uh, like, what's what? 
I think at the end of the day, he's a much happier person. Terrible level of the Shikabit's Rakmat, Momo Yasset Stalker. You know, it's better to, to not have a large income. Yasset Stalker. Shows the Yerzi Dei Chavit Stalker Bakal. Because I'll say, if you're not Mekayim and you're Chiyab Stalker, you are in big trouble. So if you don't have too much money, so it's not hard to make me Mekayim your Chiyab Stalker. Vafshur, who is the Yerzi Mir Royal, maybe giving him more than you're necessary. But but then if but if you have a, if you have a lot of money, fulfilling your obligation in stalka it can be very very difficult. Um, so there's a famous mice with Rishel Salanter, and you know I tell you two mice about the lottery, uh, which you know just to see like you know how these people thought. So Rishel Salanter's wife bought a lottery ticket. So Rishel Salanter immediately when he heard about it got two bachrim, two of his talmidim as Adam, and he said the following formula: I have no violence any more rights. I've read everything but my iPhone. So they asked him, Rabbi, why? He said, let's say, let's say she wins the lottery. So I have all this money. So I have a chiv stalker. And now the chiv stalker, you have a chiv stalker. You have the also give out. You can't give it to people who don't don't deserve it because you're wasting stalker money. You're a gabai. The, right? So I have to go, each person, I have, to, I have to check them out and find out what the reality is. I have to go search out the people who are poor in other parts of the city because I have a key to make sure I have everybody in the city. I have no time to do anything. I've done the whole, the whole life. Maybe I won't be able to get a good enough stock. What are you here for? Like, why would I want such a thing? So I said, you know what? It's not mine. I have no mitzvah in it. Right? That was his reaction. What is a mitzvah to give tzedakah? I understand. But the, you know, it, 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 it's, it's quite a challenge to make sure that you're doing it properly. So calls on I'm not in that situation. I'd rather not be in that situation. Okay, number one. Number two, they asked Rabbi Krunglas at Sal, who's the Moshkiach in Yisrael. And he was, one of, he was from, Shanghai, from the Mir Yeshiva in Shanghai, and then eventually he became the Moshkiach in Yisrael after the war. In the kitchen, as you said? Right, exactly. <laughs> so one time they asked Rabbi David, uh, what would he do if he won the lottery? So he says, very simple. He says, you know, I work here in Yeshiva. And I have a class to take care of the bathroom. And I'm not sure, you know, I don't know exactly. It's very hard to delineate what my job is, exactly how much is, I fulfilled my obligation. So I'm always worried that all the money I've received in the Shiva is gasoline. So I went a lot of I would calculate every penny that I received from the Shiva in all the years I've worked with them and give it back to the Shiva. So I'm not like Aslan. That was his response. See, right. so, I mean, he was constantly living with the, the am I fulfilling my obligation to somebody else? That was his thought process. Right, and from that from that vantage point, he said, I, "I'm scared." So Baruch Hashem, if the Russian would one point in my life give me, I, I, would, I would take off that burden off my head. That was like that's the only thing he could see. He could figure picture like you know doing the lottery. He said, "What else? I don't know. You know, if, you know." Yeah. You know. Maybe the lottery would cover his salary. But... What? Maybe I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> now one last point. Person is a positive. He he spends he, he he's he spends money too easily. He, th- he throws his money out. He's a spendthrift. Is it's not the greatest idea. But the problem is stinginess That's never good. There's no way to figure out stinginess being good. Pasrana, spend, being a spendthrift might end, end up being good sometimes. You know, you're, you're not really taking, respecting the, 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 what the Russian gave you. But on the other hands, 
you know, sometimes by doing that, you could you could help people in a, in a significant way. So, fine. That takes us back to the beginning. Um, that was a quick run through of everything over here. So, what's the bottom line? The bottom line is there's no simple answer because you know we have many chazals who tell you the importance of earning Shabbos and, and, and a person who never who didn't. The, the, there's Yusham which says that the Bershom will ask you in, in Din and Shemayim why didn't you eat every, every different type of food that's available to eat so there's, you, know, you, go, you go to the, the Korean market and they have these fruits that you never saw before in your life the person's like why didn't you eat a huji huji you know it's a good question I don't know you know right Hurst said that he visited the Alps once he said I don't want to come to Shemayim that the person said to me, he says, he says, Shamshi, did you go visit my Alps that I made for you? I made up Alps, that you should, beautiful Alps that you should see. Uh, did you visit my Alps? So he went to visit the Alps once. Right? That's the one hand. Then we have this, the kuna that, that these things draw you away from your, from your focus and about his Hashem and being aware of Kodesh Baruch Hu and doing what you have to do. They're very distracting. Any person who thinks they're not distracting is fooling himself. They're very distracting. Yes, if we would be able to turn it around and say, every time I make a dollar, every time I get, 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 get a pleasure, it's a Kodesh Baruch giving it to me, it could be a tremendous boost to my Muna Kodesh Baruch But that's not how the Yetzirah works. And it becomes very distracting. So, it's not intrinsically bad. The Yishan was saying that you, know, you eat that fruit and you feel the Kodesh Baruch the beauty and the, and the, the, that he put in the world. You know, Arab. But the reality is, most of us eat the fruit. We just ate the fruit, right? That's not the Yishalmi. You know, that wasn't the point of the Yishalmi. You know, like you know, make sure you eat every fruit in the world. Like you know, my my bucket list. Right? I, I want to go <laughs> to South America to, to to the jungles. I'm going to have to make sure I eat all the fruits in the world. Like you know, no, that's not the version. But if for me that would be my, be my hechadim so, to expand my akara of a kodesh and create fulfill my emotional needs, that would be a very positive thing. Okay.